All right, Father, we, we lift these things up to you in the name of Jesus Christ, which is our access. Father, we can boldly approach your throne of grace, Lord, and receive mercy in time of need. And so, Lord, we do need you. We need you for Mary Beth and her family. God, we need you for Nathan to keep walking the, 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 the right path. We need you to come through for Jocelyn so we can continue to, to have, have her in our home, God, we need you to, 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 Lord, for all of it, uh, for, Lord, for victory for, and, and liberty in Christ for Michael and, and Lord, for all the other things we're all trusting you for, for the emotions, uh, for the loneliness, for the diagnoses, for the, the financial problems, for the relationship issues, for the depression and God, for all of it. We're gathered in Jesus' name to come before your throne. So here we are, God. Thank you that it's a throne. Thank you that you have majesty, victory, the honor, the glory. Every victory is yours. And so, God, we want the victory that's available to us in Christ. And so here we are. Lord, would you lead us? Would you guide us? Would you speak to us by your spirit through your word this morning? And then, Lord, in our times in small groups, would you be glorified? For your good, for our good and your glory, would you edify, encourage, would you fill us up? God, half of us, we've just been pouring out and pouring out and pouring out, and we're kind of empty. Lord, we ask you for that this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. So for the, uh, for the missions trip interest meetings that Rob was talking out um some of the trips you know we got to buy plane tickets we got to get stuff planned uh, you know in malawi and in india and some of those trips if we don't have any interest by six months out we just have to cancel the trip so that's kind of the case we're looking at for the the india trips and the malawi trip if nobody wants to go then we're, we're not going to go right so there is opportunity there but if you're interested in going or supporting or praying or being a part of that then you need to come to those those meetings coming to the meeting doesn't actually like you're not signing up that you have to go on the trip but but we have to know if if there's no interest we're just not gonna we're not gonna do it so and then um jocelyn is doing great so hoop number what what hoop number is this we have to jump through Hoop number 28 is has been cleared. Okay. We've got a thousand more to go, but but um we've been praying that that Jocelyn, our niece, would be able to live with us through the foster system. And because the foster system's involved, then it's been um a lot of hoops. Anyway, we're jumping through hoops and 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 God continues to open that door, and you've been praying for that. So thank you for that. We appreciate that greatly. It is um, very encouraging right now with Jocelyn. So she's coming from a pretty rough place and now she's seeing there's a different way to live and she's all about it. So it's not that, you know, everybody struggles, whatever, but man, it's so encouraging. And that's kind of what we're gonna be looking at today. Turn to Ruth chapter one. We're, we're gonna be looking, this is week five in our Finding Rest series. 
Okay, finding rest in Ruth. And so um, this week isn't, isn't great news. We're still in kind of that sad part of Ruth. If you, if you look at verses three through five with me, and Elimelech, Naomi's husband died and she was left. So she was the only one left. And her two sons, and they took them wives of the women of Moab. Never a good idea for the people of Israel to marry with the, the heathen neighbors, right? They weren't supposed to do that, but they did. The name of the one was Orpah. The name of the other was Ruth. And they dwelled there about 10 years. And Malon and Chilion, the two sons, died also both of them. And the woman was left. She was the only one left of her two sons and her husband. And that's what we're going to be looking at today. This, this path that they took ended in death, and it was horrible, horrible. So it's going to be a horrible sermon this morning. Um, not, not the sermon, maybe, but the topic is, is, is uh, the ways, the, the paths that, that lead to death, and, and then the paths that lead to life. Like, we got to get our heads around that. And so by way of review, we saw previously, okay, so, so let's go on here. We saw that there's no rest in Moab. Moab is a picture of the world. And, and then remember, like, that, that, that the lust that's in the world is like Neapolitan ice cream. Remember that? There's three different flavors, but it's all ice cream. Well, there's three different types of lust in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 and 16, but it's all lust. But one of them is the pride of life. And Moab kind of pictures pride. And we see that in this verse, Isaiah 16, 6. 16, we have seen the pride of Moab. And here in Jeremiah 48, 42, Moab shall be destroyed from being a people because he has magnified himself against the Lord. And then also in Zephaniah 2, 9 and 10, judgment is coming in verse 9. Why? Verse 10, this they shall have for their pride because they have reproached and magnified themselves against the people of the Lord of hosts. So, so, Moab magnified himself. Moab was like pride. It's all part of like, it's one of the flavors, but it's, it's like a picture of the world. And so we saw previously what we, what we don't want to do is allow a famine of the hearing of the words of God. You'll have to go back to get the sermon. But a famine of the hearing of the words of God in our lives will cause us to restless, restlessly Seek after satisfaction in the world, just like Elimelech took his family into Moab. We saw last week that a quick sojourn, hey, we're just going to take a quick weekend getaway. And then what? Then they continued there. Then they dwelt there, and it was a 10-year wilderness experience for them in which it was nothing but loss and destruction. Okay, hello, somebody. It took you 10 years in the wilderness of your life to get back to the place where you're now ready to listen to God. Anybody else? Or is it just Christine and I? Okay, yeah, so that's like, let's not do that again, right? Amen? Okay. Now, this week, we get to the verses we, that we just read. And remember that the setting is in the time of Judges. When every man did that which was right in his own eyes, the problem is 
the people did evil in the sight of the Lord. So what was right in their own eyes actually wasn't right. It was evil in God's eyes, but it was right in their own eyes. And this reminds me of the Mandalorian. Is, is anyone else watching the Mandalorian? Okay, the Mandalorian is like Star Wars spinoff. Yeah, yeah, Star Wars meets the Wild West. And the Mandalorian, they're this uh, group. They wear their helmets and they kind of have a religious system. And, and they have a saying and they say, this is the way. So it'd be like this, like Fried and I are having this private conversation and all the other Mandalorians are standing in a semicircle around. And then we end up having this conversation and it, and then, and then I would just say, this is the way. And then you would say, this is the way. And then all the people who just happen to be standing around in a semicircle, everybody says, this is the way. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Everybody's okay. The, but here's my question. Well, what is the way? Like, they just made that up. Like, we just had a conversation, like, hey, you want to go to Chili's after the service? You're like, that's a good idea. And everyone's like, that's a good idea. Well, wait a minute. Like, says who? Like, okay, so so there is a way that seems right. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Here's the problem with it, though. The problem with it is that, that Proverbs 14, verse 12. Okay, let's go on to the next slide here. Here's the problem with that. There is a way. This is the way. Okay, there is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. That's the problem with it. This verse should just make us like, I don't, I, I'm not saying I need to be pastoral. This verse should make us be very nervous. Look at that. There is a way, like I'm just doing what I think is right, like Elimelech did. I'm just going to do what I think is best, you guys. How can you blame me for doing what I think is best, for doing what I think is right? You can't condemn me for that. That's what you do. That's what I do. That's what everybody does. But this verse is a little terrifying. Because what if? Yeah, you go to Chili's and then you get atherosclerosis and hypertension and heartburn and norovirus and right. Okay, let me go on. Hang on. Okay, this should terrify us just a little bit, if we're honest. Okay. Elimelech just did what he thought was right for his family, and he ends up dying, and his boys end up marrying Moabite women, and then they end up dying. Like the this story so far in the book of Ruth, which is this bright spot in the dens of the judges, is horrible so far. Okay, so let's go, let's go on here. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. Go back. Okay. All right, so so here's I guess I guess I didn't write this on the slides for you, but there's two mindsets. One mindset says I should live according to what seems right to me. My truth is my truth, and 
reality is based on my subjective perception of reality. And I just live, I'm going to follow my heart, you follow your heart, and it's all good, right? I'm just going to do what seems right to me. That's one mindset. However, that verse that we just read is in the Bible, Proverbs 14, 12. And I think here's another mindset, which says this, I have to know about and avoid the ways that lead to death. I have a just Proverbs 14, 12 puts a little fear of the Lord in me. How do I know that the way that seems right unto me won't lead to death and destruction for myself and for my family? How would anybody know that anyway? And that's what we're going to be talking about this morning. And so here's our key point number one. Matters of life and death cannot stay unclear to us. We can't go through life not knowing which ways actually lead unto death and which ways lead unto life. So that's what we're going to be talking about this morning. And so let's go to the next slide here. here here's uh, what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7. Enter ye in at the straight gate. Straight, like there's not much room there. Like if it's a straight, like you kind of have to turn sideways and and you, you have to, why? Because it's narrow. Straight is the gate and narrow is the way that which leadeth unto life. Few there be that find it. Verse 14, 13 says, entering at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be in Brad. So a lot of people that are on the wrong path and have gone through the easy broad gate. So anyway, we got to figure this out. Here's a picture of a straight and narrow from uh, a few years ago. That's a bike ride we did. Mike and I did a bike ride. Uh, we did 50 miles from Ottawa to Iola, Kansas. And that seemed like a good idea. As we were planning it, okay, we did the Prairie Spirit Trail that heads, it's a straight and narrow trail. It's a railroad track converted to a bike path like this, okay? And it's, it's 50 miles. You get a stop at Garnett at the Dairy Queen. You get a turn to the right or to the left and, and go in and eat Dairy Queen. Uh, but other than that, it's just like a straight 20-mile-an-hour headwind the first day. Like the trees, we couldn't hear. And the, the grass was all blowing. Horrible. And then we had a tailwind on the way back, which was nice, because we were talking about that. Like, I don't know if I would have made it after that first day without that tailwind. But 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 what you want to do if you're riding on this path is just stay on the path. Just stay on the path. And it's a wonderful ride, even if there's a headwind. Just You just want to stay on that path. If you get off that path, you end up wrecking in the poison ivy and the snakes, and it's kind of miserable. Okay, but so so what about a truth for today? What about a personal application out of this? And I just want to present some stuff here. The way of Elimelech, the way of Malon, and the way of Chilion in our story, that ended in death. Now, Sam mentioned calamity can come without cause. We are a fallen race in a fallen world, and sometimes just bad stuff happens. However, we can inform we can factor in things in our life which lead unto death or that lead unto life. And I just want to look at that really quickly. In terms of the ways of death, we looked at that a little bit. The ways of death, there's many of them. Broad is the way. There's 
it's plural. Okay, did you see that? The ways of death, that's plural. There's more than one of them. There's many of them. The ways are movable. They're broad. They're popular. There's a lot of people on that path. And they may seem right. We've already seen that. The paths that lead to death may seem right when you're path picking. What are you doing? Oh, we're just picking a path. We're just, we're just shopping for different paths. And, and then it may seem right, but it may not lead to a good place, right? Okay, so let's look at some verses here. Proverbs 14, 12, we've already seen that, but let's go to the next slide. There is a way that seemeth right. So, so the path that leads to death may not seem like a path that leads to death. It may seem like a very attractive path. Let's go on. Lest thou should ponder the path of her life. Her ways are movable, so thou canst not know them. I don't know if you've ever met someone or been in a situation, and you cannot actually ever get the thing figured out. It's like people just change. They, they go off on tangents. They're changeable, so you can't know them. That's like the paths that lead unto death. Let's go on. Okay. It's wide. It's broad. It leads to destruction, and it's popular. There's a lot of people on those paths. Okay, so let's, let's look at it. They lead to death. So first of all, physical death. How? What are we talking about anyway? Because we all die. God said you got 70 years. Maybe by reason of strength, you get 80 years, but we all are going to end up dying. Any of us could get in a car wreck. God forbid, Lord, but any of us could get in a car wreck on the way home. We recognize that. And those of us who have lost loved ones recognize how horrible it is. Okay, however, there is a pathway that can hasten that, that can lead to death. Let's look at some things. Here's some statistics for you. I don't know if you can see that. You probably can't see that. So let me just explain this. This is the total life lost in years. Okay, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years lost of life. So if the average life expectancy is, let's, let's say it's 80, just as a round number, if you could lose 50 years of life, depending on the number of times you use this drug a day. All right, if you use cocaine one times a day, that's 11 years off your life. That is cocaine use is a path that leads unto death. You lose 10 years of your 80 years. That's a big chunk of your life. See that? Okay, don't do cocaine. It's a path that it may look like an attractive path. Guess what? It leads unto death. Twice a day, you lose 20 years. Three times a day, 24 years. Four times a day, 28 years. Five times a day, 32 years off your life. That is a pathway that leads unto life. Okay, well, meth is bad. 20 years off, 30 years off, 40 years off, 43 years off. Methadone pills, 21 years, 31 years, 37, 41, 40. Heroin's the worst on this list. 30 years off your life if you use heroin once a day. 40, 50, 50 years off. Okay. You. It's a pathway that leads unto death. You see that? Okay, let's look at another one. 
Heavy marijuana use in the late teen years puts men at a higher risk for death by the age of 60. So they did a Swedish study. They looked at marijuana use. And this is good to know today because all our young people are being told like, marijuana is so healthy. It's so good for you. And of course, yeah, it's just a, it's just a natural weed growing in the ditch. That's all. It's not like they, that's opium is not a poppy seed and hair. Like it's not this. Okay. So if people used heavy marijuana use, they used it regularly in their teenage years, 18 and 19 years old, they were 40% more likely to die before the age of 60 than someone who didn't use marijuana. Okay. Does that mean you're damned to an early death? If No, no. But it is undeniably a pathway that leads to death. Okay. It's not, not good. Okay, next. Okay. Homosexual men have an average life expectancy less than 50 years of age. Okay, so they lose between 20 to 30 years of life. It is a pathway. Maybe it, they think it looks like a good idea. At some point, it seems right unto them, but is a pathway that leads to early death. Okay, so, so there are things that lead to early physical death. Does that make sense? We all die, but we don't all die at 50, and we don't all die of... Causes like that. Okay, what about spiritual death? Here, here is a way. Okay, Romans Road. God said to Adam and Eve, or to Adam, he said, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Adam did eat of that fruit. Spiritual death then passed upon all men, because Romans 5.12 says, Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world, and death by sin. Okay. So death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Romans 3.23 verifies that. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. In Romans 6.23a, for the wages of sin is death. So we've all inherited death. You know why? Because we all sin. You know why? Because we're all part of a sinful race spiritual so physical death did adam die in the day that he ate of the fruit of the tree okay so he didn't physically fall dead in that 24-hour period he did die within the thousand year day the day with the lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years as a day so that day he did die but yeah, his death was a spiritual death, and that's what's passed. So yes, physical death has passed upon us all. But the more important issue is spiritual death. Okay. Then there's the soul death. Okay, soul death. What am I talking about? Oh, yeah. Revelation 20, 15 is one of the most horrible verses in the whole Bible. I mean, I love God's word, but I, when I read this, whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast in the lake of fire. Spiritual death has passed upon humanity. Okay, let's go on. Let's, I want to talk about soul death. So soul death, um, I'm speaking figuratively, okay? 
speaking figuratively on that. If you look at the names that we read in the book of Ruth so far, okay, let's look at these. Let's go to the next one. Naomi meant pleasant. So she's like this pleasant young lady that she got her name. Naomi, this pleasant person, Malon was sick and Kilion was pining. That means to waste away. And then Mara now means bitter. So what happened? But what happened to Naomi, the pleasant young lady, that she ended up being bitter? Well, her soul was not okay after her husband died. If you've lost someone, you know your soul is not okay her sons and her husband, and she's a stranger in a strange land. So I'm not saying her soul died literally, but I'm just saying figuratively. You, you can go through this. Look at Judges chapter 16, verse 16. And it came to pass, this is Samson and Delilah. Okay, this is why you marry carefully. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words. Oh my goodness. We should do a sermon on that. I don't know. She pressed him daily with her words so that his soul was vexed unto death. It would be better to die at the hands of the Philistines than it would be to listen to one more day of my Delilah. Just, da, 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 you don't love me. You would tell me. Tell me how to kill you if you love me. And he's like, okay. I would rather die than have to have this conversation one more time. I won't actually preach that sermon because I'm afraid of all. No, I'm kidding. But okay, <laughs> let's stay nice. Okay. His soul was vexed unto death. He actually came to the point where it would be better to die than it would be to have his soul continue to suffer. Okay, even Jesus, in Matthew 26, verse 38, Jesus said, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. So I'm, I'm, I'm not saying the soul died. I'm not getting into body, soul, and spirit and all that. I'm just saying that you know there are some days that your soul is vexed, your soul is sorrowful, and, and that happens to all of us. But just like there is a road, a path, that leads a way that leads unto spiritual death. There is a way of living that leads unto soul death. The drama. And your soul just dies a little bit in there. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, is this soul death that can happen. And I think a lot of it is loss. Okay, what was lost in that day where you didn't have fellowship with God, you didn't have fellowship with others? You were at odds with your spouse, and, and you just the whole day was miserable loss. And your soul is just grieved. Okay, so here's a study. Cannabis use. We're back to marijuana. We're picking on that for today. Early cannabis use is linked to cognitive problems. It means you don't think as well. One 2012 study showed early regular use of marijuana led to an eight-point decline in IQ over time. All right, so most of us, I mean, some of you could lose eight points and still be okay. <laughs> most of us can't, 
lose eight points. Most of us need every point we got, okay? Five times to nine times increase in psychosis among males using marijuana. What loss? What grief? What, what soul? You know, it's a heart sink sensation is how I, I, I've described it. My heart just sinks when I see that life. Like my heart was, I mean, lifted when I saw Scott this morning and those kids are, are, are doing the palm leaves, like, cause it's Palm Sunday. Happy Palm Sunday, by the way. Okay. And then those kids are going by and they're Scott. And he's like, hmm, that's his class. Like, Mr. Scott. And they're like giving him a high five on the way. You know, just that you've got a class of little disciples, six-year-old disciples. That's just so cool. My heart was lifted when I saw that. There's also things that I see, not talking about you guys, but there's things that I see and my heart just sinks. Okay, it's not a literal death, but it's, it, uh. you know what Shakespeare said? Like, who cares what Shakespeare said? Because we care what the Bible says. But he was probably one of the most insightful humans to ever live. Here, here's what he said. He said, a coward dies many times before his death, but the valiant never taste of death but once. That's in Julius Caesar, if you've got some extra time on your hands. Okay. A coward dies many times before his death, but the valiant never taste of death but once. And the reason I mention that is because the soul, it's a taste of death. It may not be literal death, but it's just kind of like you could get to the point where it's like, ah, it's not even worth living anymore. Why not? Well, because my life is so bad. Okay, how did that person get there? They got there by following a way that they thought was right in their own eyes. And now they're just out there somewhere. They're not on that trail they're just out in the woods somewhere alone okay so 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 key point number two what seems right what seems right is a subjective untrustworthy path that probably just statistically speaking probably leads to death i mean you may get it right like this seems like the right thing to do and maybe it is the right thing to do and you just like happen to be godly enough and biblical enough in your thinking that you got it right. But if it's just like most of the paths don't lead to life. And so, <clears throat> all right, so let's, let's move on from the ways of death to the ways of life. So we saw some things about the ways, plural of death. Let's, let's focus on the way, singular of life. So the way of life, it is one way. It's established, it's narrow, it is not crowded. The straight and narrow path is not crowded. You're not going to have to worry about, okay, whatever, traffic jams on the straight and narrow. So let's look at some verses. Wisdom hath builded her house. She's hewn out her seven pillars. She's killed her beast. She's mingled her wine. She has furnished her table. So in other words, the way is already established. We don't have to come up with it. God's already laid it out. We just have to walk on it. All right, next, we've already seen this. Enter ye in at the straight gate. Okay, verse 14. 
Straight is the gate, narrow is the way. It leadeth not to death. Okay, it's not that path. It's a different path. It leads to life. And few there be that find it. I was looking for images online. I saw I came across this Neil Maxwell quote. I don't even know who he is or anything. But it says, on the straight and narrow path, there are simply no corners to be cut. You just stay on the path and it leads to life. You don't have to ask yourself, does this path seem right to me? You don't have to ask yourself, does this seem like a good idea? You don't have to ask yourself, is this an easy path or a hard path? All you got to do is figure out what the path is and walk that path. Okay, so how does this path lead to life? All right, so physical life. I'm going to do the same thing, physical, spiritual, and soul. All right, so physical life. We, we know that Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through 3, talks about obeying your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy mother and thy father, which is the first commandment with the promise. What's the promise? If you'll honor your mother and father, then what? That's physical life. That is a path that leads to physical life. Now, calamity can't happen without cause, but just in general, if you lined up all the people on the planet who honored their mother and father, and then lined up all the people that dishonored their mother and father, what you would see is that there is an, a promise, okay, long life upon the earth. That's a hard study to do because your control group, it's like, um, okay, you have, if you're going to dishonor your parents, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Uh, Proverbs chapter three, verses two and, and 13. For length of days, long life and peace shall they add unto you. We're going to read Proverbs three in a minute. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. Verse 16. Length of days is in her right hand and her left hand, riches and honor. There is a pathway. Now, look, I'm not saying calamity can't happen without cause. I'm just saying that in general, there is a path that leads to life and there's a path that leads to death. The way of life is God's way. So what about that's physical life? There is, there is that. More importantly, of course, is spiritual life. All right. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? And this is a famous verse that Jesus said. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. And all those things we saw about spiritual death that came upon man through sin is answered in Christ, uh, Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death. Bad news. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So the life that we have, the way, of course, that's the most important application. You have to know that you are on the pathway of life. That means you have to know that you are in Christ. Otherwise, whatever way seems right unto you, if you're not trusting in Christ for spiritual life, then you do not have spiritual life. You're on a path that leads to death. And I don't care how good the path looks, how it makes you feel smart or makes you feel good. We don't have to, to, to think about, does this seem right? Is it the pathway that God laid out? If it's not Christ, then you are not on the path that leads to life. You're on the path that leads to death. Okay, what about soul life? Turn with me to Proverbs 
chapter three. I just want to read through this real quick. And, and, and maybe we won't go all the way through, but man, what blessings. Look at the blessings to the soul or listen to the blessings to the soul that come from doing things God's way. Proverbs chapter three, my son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Man, length of days. Sam talked about numbering our days. And then peace, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them upon thy neck, write them on the table of thy heart, mercy and truth. So thou shalt find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and men. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not on thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. He shall direct thy paths. Verse 8. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and presses shall burst with new wine. Oh my goodness. Verse 13, happy is the man that findeth understanding and the man that getteth understanding. The merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. So it just goes on and on. Verse 16, length of days is in her right hand and left hand riches and honor. Her ways are the ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life that to them that lay hold on her and happy is everyone that retaineth her. Okay, you can just go on and on and on, but this is a pathway where your soul is not just going through another cycle of soul death. <laughs> my soul is sinking. No, no, no. This is my soul is rejoicing. I've got fellowship with God. There's a pathway that leads to life. There's a pathway that leads to death. Are you guys seeing this? So key point number three. Walking the straight and narrow path leads to life and blessing in a world of death. All right, so we started with this idea, okay, that there's two different mindsets. Most people just do what seems right to them. Elimelech just did what was right to him, but his kids, sick and pining, ended up marrying Moabites and dying. So Elimelech did something that was unexcusable in taking his family to Moab. Malon and Kilion married Moabites, which was strictly forbidden in the law, okay? They all ended up dying. Naomi, who was pleasant, ended up all bitter. She said, don't call me Naomi, call me, call me Mara, call me bitter. Why? Because of all these bad things that happened, her soul was no longer pleasant, it was bitter. You guys, all they did was did what was right, what seemed right to them. The other way of thinking is, I have to know I'm on the pathway that leads to life. I can't end up on the pathway that leads to death, physically, spiritually, emotionally in my soul. Make sense? Okay, so we got time for a small group. So we'll have to just like turn chairs around, get into small groups. And, and then in our small groups, you know, we're trying to accomplish these things here to encourage one another, to connect with one another, to pray with one another, to apply what we learn, to evangelize. And I think of all, in terms of just an overall theme in our small groups, we just want to be charitable. Meet people where they're at, have people meet us where we're at, and just share with what God showed us. A lot of what 
I taught this morning kind of dovetails with what Sam said. Seems to happen all the time. We're like the same verses and, and things like that. So if there's things that people need to work through, then work through those. We have a lot of people that are gone and we can pray for them and we can pray specifically in your small groups. What we'll do is just spend about 15 minutes in small groups and then I'll, I'll close us out in, in prayer together at that time. So you can just turn your chairs around. You can move around if you need to and, and we'll do that.